Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. Happy Toasty Tuesday. Found a segment. It's just freaking hot out. We appreciate this fan sitting in front of us. We appreciate Greg Bragg sitting in front of us. We appreciate you being with us today. Make sure you smash that like button on our YouTube page. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Podcast listeners, leave us those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel as well. We've got some remaining uh, mailbag uh, questions to answer. Brandon Hagel has a new deal uh, in Tampa. And I said in the show tweet that we're going to talk about NHL 24's playtest, but I can't. Yeah. I yeah. signed an agreement you when signed, I signed up for the playtest. You signed say, EA's NDA. I didn't know you couldn't talk about it in public. <laughs> the SWAT I, team with the EA SWAT team yeah, will bust through the doors hey, and gag you. I don't want to lose any access. I'm enjoying it, so I don't want to lose access, so I'm going to shut up. You, yeah, you, you, can't, you can't say your opinion one way or the other. can't talk about it. I'm enjoying the fact that I got an email about it. There you go. That was yeah. what I'm talking about enjoying. Rub it in. I do love nice. a good email. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a good email, right? <laughs> Nothing like a good email to start every morning. Yeah. All right. From, from, so we've got a Steven bunch Cicero. left over. How many we got left to, over to get to today, Greg? Probably full full shows uh, worth. A good hand. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can yeah, definitely I mean, make it. A full you guys <laughs> take a healthy time on each one, and that's good. Uh, we got what? One, two, three, about seven here. Oh. It looks like. Just, oh yeah. We have seven left. One. Damn. Two. We have. Right, we have like. Let's go. We better get moving. Okay. We have six, and then your topic you want to talk about. We had like six right. from the Discord yesterday. So. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Let's go. All right. Let's rock and roll. We did the Discords yesterday, and now we're gonna get to these today. Old uh, Sneaky Pete. Old, old Sneaky, sneaky Pete. Pete. There he is. Oh, Strikes again. Sneaky <laughs> Pete. Favorite Blackhawks <laughs> third alternative slash alternative jersey of all time. If you had to design a hawk sweater using a color other than red, black, or white, what color oh. would you use? All right, that's like two that. questions. Right. So my, so double barrel questions. My favorite third alt jersey, it's either between the 09 Winter Classic or just the, the all blacks that they wore in the late 90s, early 2000s. And if I had to pick one... I, th- I think I go with the, by a slight margin, the 09 Winter Classics. I think I, I liked, loved how those looked. They were pretty much all black, but they had that like cream off white, kind of like this color actually. Yeah. Uh, stripe with the uh, the old school logo, nice red accents. I'd go with that one as my favorite uh, alternative jersey. 
Yeah, I enjoy the 09 Winter Classic. I love the way the Ice Hogs did that one jersey where they reverse you with they the green it. color yeah. with the black. I would go with not necessarily all. I liked it better when they added the Tomahawk Seas and wore it as their third jersey mm-hmm. for a couple of mm-hmm. years. I liked it better with the actual Tomahawks on it. So that would be my favorite. My only issue with those was where my seats were in the 300 level, which was one of actually like only three rows that are actually further back than where we sit in press box games. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes the numbers were a little hard to read. Yeah, because they were, they were black, black, on black numbers. Yeah, um, it was yeah. sometimes a little difficult uh, to pick up the numbers, but I just love those, that color scheme. Uh, I'm going to go with the 75th anniversary traditional barber pole mm-hmm. jersey. Those yeah. are sweet. Um, just right in the beginnings of my hockey fandom, mm-hmm. I always associate that jersey with Jeremy Roenick yeah. for whatever reason. And, uh, that, yeah, that would that's my favorite. But close second is the original Winter Classic. And then I really love the black and white Notre Dame Winter Classic yeah. one, too. But I think it's – to me, it's barber pole and it's everything else. Yeah. There's a theme with these alternates is that they're all primarily black. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder. Weird. Uh, so we now we have to pick one that's not. Yeah, what were the colors, Greg, that we couldn't use? This is not black. Red, white, or black. Not black. black. Yeah, so I it can't be it. any of the Hawks' primary not. colors? I'm sure okay. we could use, like, there can be black and could you use red in it, but not the primary it? color. Well, I want to do one. I love powder blue. Mm-hmm. So let's do a Chicago flag yeah. jersey. Those uh, they, warm-ups they, they wore? They were the warm-ups. Those, and those were, were sweet. so cool. Yeah. But do a powder blue jersey with, like, white numbers with a red trim. I like do, it. Do the Indian head in, uh, uh, in that color. In, in Chicago flag yeah. colors. Or you could leave it the same. It doesn't really matter. It's it's fine. But powder blue, you could do the, 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 the Tomahawk Seas could have the stars from the flag on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Instead of a little, like, you could do so much. A Chicago flag theme. That would be awesome. Third jersey would be sweet. I yep. second that idea. That was going to that was gonna be my thought as well. Do, do love, a Chicago flag. I love all things powder blue colors. in sports yeah. uniforms. Yeah. Like, those, those would be good. Like, anytime the MLB teams bust out the all powder blues, like the Blue Jays or yeah, the Phillies, Royals, the Phillies, the I love that. Yeah. Even the Cardinal ones. I mean, you can you can dress up a turd every Budwax. once in a while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'd be interesting. Uh, someone in the in the chat said, uh, "Yeah, Zach said, uh, incorporating all the colors of the feathers as the jersey, like maybe having like a green jersey with like yellow accents, with orange and red, and That'd some blue fun. in there as Remember well." Every like, year they made yellow. Oh, those are ugly. they were horrible. They were like the practice jerseys, right? You I, still don't, s- I don't think the team ever wore them. No, they, they I think didn't. Starter made them or something. I, mm-hmm. You see one of those every once Ooh, in a while. If you have bad. that, burn it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh my god. Give it to our friend, shirtless dark guy. Because it's not a nice Who's yellow. It's like a it's a mustardy yellow. It's yeah. No, the yellow from the from the feathers got to be like a nice gold. Like, bold, the, like, like, like the sea yellow. on here is like a golden, bright golden yellow. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a Dijon. No, it was, it yeah. was bad. Yeah, I like the Chicago flag theme idea. I know it's been done a million times, but uh, the Hawks, for the most it's, part, do good work with their uniforms. It's a great flag. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I mean, it's the best do city flag much. in the world. Why, why, what? You can't go wrong. Speaking of that, we got a preview of the uh, CHGO pins and aces golf polos that are going to be at the outing on yeah, Friday. You got to see them in person. They are if you like Chicago sweet. colors and you like yeah. CHGO. They're pretty awesome. Yeah. So if yeah. you're going, get ready. And speaking of jerseys, uh, Greg, I did have another Greg that I went to high school with, Greg Holiday, who's a big fan of the show. He said you were talking about a Larmer jersey that you want and he, he had a 
He had a website for you to get wow. one. Awesome. I'll have to send that. that your way. <laughs> Sweet. There we go. My girlfriend gets paid tomorrow. We can make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> our account now, sweetheart. <laughs> this, this, isn't an a, this isn't in a write-off now? You know, it's, it's a job. Yeah, right. it's, it's for the show, babe. It's for yeah. work. I bought a little Patrick Kane today for our, our set there. A little oh, Funko nice. Patrick Kane. Yeah. I went into a card shop in Payless Heights and said, all right, little small business, I'll support you. Perfect. Uh, that little, little Patrick Kane. That little, never mind. I'm not going to. They're very kind to his hairline. I, I yes, was going to say that one a, obviously went to, Ro, uh, <laughs> has been using Rogaine. That is, a, that is a 2010 Patrick Kane. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I wish I'd gotten the name of the place, but it was a cool spot. Baseball, nice. cards, Palos, Heights. I'll give him a free shout out. Sure, why not? Maybe they'll give me a free bobblehead. Baseball Dreams and Memories. Baseball Sweet. Dreams. Uh, 6517 West 127th Street in Payless Get Heights. your hockey stuff at Baseball Dreams. Makes perfect yeah, sense. Why not? <laughs> Lots of Bedard stuff in there, by the way. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, Cards and, uh, you know, like the Beckett Guide. I was trying to explain your money. to my daughter that every month as a kid, you went and bought the Beckett yeah. Guide to see what your cards are worth. She just could not fathom. Like, well, could you just look it up? Like, that's how you looked that's it up. A, yeah, That's right. what it was. I had a subscription. <laughs> there was Beckett no Google back then. Yeah. I got it for Christmas one year, a year subscription to Beckett. That's pretty so cool. cool. That's nice. a good gift. Yeah. yeah. Back in the day, I mean, you, you literally had to, like, look through. It was like going through a phone book. Yeah. Billy Ripkin. Yeah. You, F face. You had to card. hope. You know, <laughs> 90% of my cards weren't even in there because, you know, they were common, so they wouldn't even show up. Like, and, well, oh, and we all collected in the era of where it was just so oversaturated that nothing is worth anything yeah. from the cards we collected. Exactly. Cool. Uh, uh, it's it's all it's all about the friends we made along the way. That's right, absolutely. And that was none. <laughs> all right, let's go next to uh, Scott Iowa. Want to read this one for us, Greg? Yeah, I got you. All Scott right. Iowa asks, or I enjoy the Minnesota Iowa college football game for Floyd of Rosedale each year. Who doesn't want their school to win a bronze pig? <laughs> Who would you Minnesota want the Blackhawks to create a rivalry trophy with, and what would it be? Ooh. I like that idea. They, I think they need more of that. In like, to me, that's how I mean, the we NHL make we is. make fun of the BP Cup. It's because it's a terrible <laughs> name. Now the Wind Trust Trophy the or whatever Trust Trophy. Yeah, give it a cool name. Yeah, play for the Golden Beef Sandwich. <laughs> golden Beef. <laughs> that's sleeve. great. See, people would get into it if it was a Golden Beef Sandwich. Yeah, brought yeah. to you by you know. All right, let me say this: there is a rivalry that should be stronger that needs some beefing up. Pardon the pun. There should be a trophy between the Hawks and Wild. Sure. Yeah. Something to make that series feel yeah. bigger, that rivalry rivalry feel like more. It's had the playoff series. Yeah. It's got the it's got the proximity. It's got everything that a rivalry should have except the rivalry. What would the trophy be? Mm. Minnesota be something. In... Some with Tom Reed. The yeah. Rash Trophy. Yeah. Mm. The Tom Reed, Marion Hosa Rash, Rash Trophy. trophy. Yeah, trophy. Yeah, it's like the Neosporin just a, Trophy. <laughs> just a, a, if you don't know, Tom Reed had to retire because of his skin condition, just like Marion Hosa. And yeah. his nickname was Rash. Rash. Yeah. Rash. Um, Get a Rash Burger at his restaurant. Yeah, they play for the Tom Reed slash Marion Hosa Golden Tube of Neosporin. <laughs> and, and the yeah. Crosstown Cup is literally the stupidest rivalry trophy ever. Like, it has, like, the pig, like he said, or yeah. the old oaken bucket, or whatever. It's yeah. got to be some Shillelagh. kind of yep. random thing. The yeah. Golden Jardinera. It doesn't even have, exactly. It doesn't even, have, that makes sense, but it yeah. doesn't even have to make sense. It could just be anything. Right. No, I think the NHL should, like, they, like, I know they Like the cow that burned the city down. Make it a, a cow yeah. trophy. Sure. Something meaningful. 
meaningful that's not corporate. Yeah. Yes. Right, right. You can do like play for the, the Dave Matthews bus toilet every year. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see uh, Riot Fest put a fake plaque yeah. on the Kinsey Street Bridge yes. commemorating? Riot Fest has some of the best social media people out there. By the there. way, it wasn't Dave Matthews' bus. It was his violin player's bus. None of the members of the band were on the bus. They fired the guy immediately. For clarity. Whatever. <laughs> I don't, but he wasn't fired for pooping don't in the Don't let facts River. get in the way of a good story. I know. He was true. a member of the band, therefore. He was good. not a member of the band. The, the bus driver? He could have been. There was no band member in the bus when it happened. Yeah, but mm. it was their poop. Not all of it. <laughs> did oh, they you go in and DNA test did, every yeah, little they turd? S- separate all the samples? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> he switched the samples. It's, it's the perfect. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the NHL should do something to poke yes. up rivalries <laughs> besides pooping in rivers. <laughs> All right. Mm. This sounds like a good crowdsourced thing. Yeah. Come up yeah. with a trophy for us. And if you got, like, Photoshop skills, send it to us. It'd CHGO be cool underscore if they, Blackhawks. If they had one between, like, like Chicago and Detroit, yeah. and it was the wheel, but instead of the wing, it was the feathers. Oh, see, that's cool. Like, that's a cool you thing. could, yeah. you know, kind yeah. of put the them both together. Wheel. The winged wheel. The feathered wheel. Because the winged wheel is, yeah. is the red one. The winged wheel is already that. But yeah. it'd be the, like the feathered wheel. The feathered wheel, that'd be cool. Um, yeah. If it's a Hawks Blues, you could do the same thing, but you put the feathers on the note, on the could, music. Yeah, note. you could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, screw them. But you could <laughs> color the, actually, the blue note, you could just color those feathers. Yeah. The hawk yeah. colors. Could do that. That'd be cool. But, like, I know they tried to re- do the rivalries by doing this BS divisional playoff. Series crap. It's not working. It's not working. No. It's this day and age. It's hard to get real rivalries going because the players change so much. Like if it's the same twelve guys on each side that play each other four or five years in a row, those guys are literally going to hate each other. But it's hard. The fans hate each other, but you just don't see it between the players. So if you could do some fun, like you do, like what the. <laughs> uh, English Premier Leagues do, you know, with their their derbies. Sure. Even though it's spelled Derby. Derby. Um, so, but you you set up like those those, and you play for something in the regular season. I think Zach's got our answer. The Chicago St. Louis Trophy could be the bean hitting the arch like a meteor. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Meteor. Yeah. You could just you could have the bean under the arch. There's yeah. a Chicago Trophy. I like putting the bean. Do something under the like arch. that. <laughs> A different podcaster, <laughs> and it's got to be some kind of trophy that, the bean at the like, arch. where the other team that doesn't have it, they can also have the right to try to steal it in the middle of the night. Yeah, like know, the twenty four seven wrestling belt. Yeah, yeah why yeah. not? Yeah, yeah. Like oh that, God, like that Family Guy episode where they all—it's Jordan Garu. Yeah, they they, <laughs> they take the uh, the the golden clam trophy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. AJ says the Dirk Graham Invitational Tournament. Only Minnesota and Chicago are invited. The trophy's a golden mustache. Sure. Why not? I mean, the idea, it just does itself, really. Yeah. It just does it, itself. You know, yeah. they, they, they got the Tom Curver's rookie sh- showcase. <laughs> so, I mean, they, they, they just, you just fuel that rivalry early on into the Dirk Graham yeah, Invitational. Yeah, I think your point's correct, though, that, like, does Andreas Athanasiu give a crap about the Hawks-Blues rivalry? No. No. He doesn't. No, doesn't. No, uh, but I mean, you can't start a tradition without starting it. Minnesota, right. Minnesota, and Chicago could play for the uh, Dino Cicerelli Memorial Bathrobe. <laughs> that 
<laughs> conveniently becomes open when he's going out to get the newspaper. <laughs> God. All right, we should stop before <laughs> we get several lawsuits. Defamation. Is this record timing for a show to go completely off the rails? Okay. That's Next. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew that that that's was going to be the one? That's a tune into any great carm related bear like show. To yeah, know at least we're not banging any grannies as he shows on, <laughs> well, on the show. Drink, <laughs> drinking cockies, banging grannies, and, and singing you weird guys parody weird. songs. Yes. Uh, we have our hands full over there. Pray yikes. for Hogue. So moving on to the next one. Oh, it's too hot for this. Jeff Maroon. What a maroon. Now that 19 and 88 are gone, what is your shootout lineup for the season? Connor Bedard, Connor Bedard. Bedard. <laughs> Bedard. Yeah, change the rules and he Bedard goes. No, just have him switch his jersey every time yeah. he goes out there. It's Olympic rules. Uh, Bedard, Reichel are automatics. Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall's automatic. I would say. Perry could probably still do some damage. Yeah, I think if Anasiu is an option. If he doesn't just fall mm. down into net, I don't, I don't know about yeah, Anasiu. I don't know about Anasiu. <laughs> I think that, <laughs> No. Confuse no. the goalie and fall. Uh, uh, yeah, Reichel, Bedard, um, Hall. Hall, I think, is a good one. Khrushchev. Seth Jones. Seth Jones. Got a pretty maybe. good shot. Um, Corey Perry's going to win all the shootouts this year. Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson could be a good one. There's options. Yeah. I but think you definitely start with Bedard Reichel, and hopefully it's over and you don't have to worry that'd about it. That would be nice. Right. Why that not? That would be nice. Yeah, Bedard Reichel, Hall. I think those are at least three out of the five you can lock in. Zach says, how is Bedard in the shootout? Well, he's got, like, maybe already the best release in hockey, so he's pretty good. got one of the best shots. I would, so. I'd take my chances with yeah. him. I'd roll the dice with Connor Bedard in a shootout. I mean, if, yeah, if you, if you just, you know go and look at some of the breakaway goals he scored this past season in the World Juniors and in the WHL and everything. Uh, he's He's got some skills. He's got some one-on-one skills for sure. And Reichel's scored a, a bunch of nice-looking goals in the shootouts uh, in the AHL. Saw a couple highlights of him. He pulled a real nice, like, uh, like a little floater because the goalie, goalie came out aggressively and just kind of floated it whoop, yep. right up and over top. Uh, Joe Brand was on the call that game. I remember that seeing that game. Our guy. But uh, yeah, I, I think those two are, are locked in for sure. All right. What do we got next? Got a few more to go here. About three more. So I didn't know if you wanted to take a little break, Ski. Let's do one more, then we'll do take a break. break. Do one more, yeah. we'll take a break. This is a fun one. You are strand team Dieck. Yeah. You are stranded on a deserted island. Pick one current and one retired player that gives you the best odds of survival. LC Cord will build an airplane and fly me off the island. There you go. There's one. There's your retired player. Who's your current player? Current. Let's find someone who's tough. I think Jared Tenorti, Tenorti. would do well in the wilderness. I'm going to say current player is Alex Stalock because he is a outdoorsman through and through. So I, I think I think that yeah, would help. Some fish. Uh, and I'm going to go retired player because I've seen him uh, handle alligators and snakes and all the crazy stuff with no fear on social media. Uh, Jeremy Roenick. I've oh. <laughs> uh, taken Jeremy Roenick. I forgot Roenick just yeeting the rattlesnake. Yeah, yeah. And he, <laughs> he jumped on the back of an alligator on a golf course one time. So, yeah, if, if I want someone who's not going to be afraid of going into the jungle or wherever – uh, give me Ronick and Staylock, and they'll carry me to survival. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go 
I'll bring our guy Jake McCabe because I think he'd be yeah. he'd, he'd kill animals with his bare hands. Yeah, and smile Just looking doing at it. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, I mean, if I need to survive, I mean, I don't know. It would be current day Chris Chelios, but like <laughs> playing days Chris Chelios. Oh yeah, Chelios would be too too busy getting his tan. Well, it's a deserted <laughs> island. He doesn't have to do anything. They just sit out on the beach. Yeah, but, you know. Yeah, you're right about that. That's a tough dude. Yeah, like, those those two are good. I like yours. Yeah, the Staylock one is pretty solid. You got to think about it like, like, you know, Oregon Trail. Like Brian Bickle's a good fisherman, too. Yeah. Yeah, You need need someone who's going to hunt, fish, someone who can, you know. Take two guys from Minnesota. Build some shelter. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. If, If you're on a deserted island, you need some outdoorsy some Northwoods guys, McCabe, Staylock. Gordy I think Howell, those are I mean, I know he's dead, so he wouldn't do a lot for you now. Mm, but like, yeah. never know. Gordy Howell, back in his hay baling days, would be good. He could help build a shelter. I saw the picture well, of the, Tim Horton the other day. Yeah. Like, back in the day when he played. Yeah. These dudes are, and they're probably still like that. But they were, yeah. I mean, a different kind of strong. It's yeah. It's 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 the strength you get from like not necessarily working out, but just lifting heavy things doing you know physical labor because in the off season those guys most of them lived on farms and tended or, to their farms or they grew up that way yeah. or they or yeah or they grew up that way or you know they were construction workers or, or bricklayers in the off season because playing hockey was like the cool job you had but it wasn't your only job yeah right they didn't, didn't make enough money to make it an all-year thing yeah duncan keith was he brought up did you guys bring him up he'd be going or keith has uh, got that endurance one? or dustin Bufflin? Uh, Bufflin, yeah. I'd could. be worried about I mean, if he died, there'd be plenty of food. <laughs> I'd be worried about cutting well, That's the other cut aspect cut I was thinking about. Like, do we bring Eddie Belfour in case he doesn't make it, and then you got you know some food for a few weeks? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Somebody to chew on. I'd be worried about Dustin eating all the food. Eddie's pretty day lean one. these days. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, like, I think Mario wins. That's good. Yeah, I survived. Unless we crashed a plane, then I think Secord can get yeah, it going again. Yeah, Secord could could fix the yeah, plane Stalock and, and yeah. fly together it. Together would be good. Anybody from Lewis can. Because Salock would also keep you entertained as hell the whole time. Oh yeah, he yeah. keeps spirits high. Yeah, for, for sure. sure, absolutely. Well, it'd be nice to have a car if you were on a deserted island. Well, I know how you. You can only one. get so far. Yeah. If you yeah. are, no matter where you are, deserted island or in the northern suburbs, car. if you're in the market for a new vehicle. And we've got some great news for you. Ray Chrysler Dodge, Jeep and Ram, and Fox Lake have joined the CHGO team. Welcome aboard, Ray Chrysler Dodge, Jeep and Ram. With Ray CDJR, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicago's largest inventories and find unforgettable savings. And right now, during the Make the Summer event at Ray Chrysler Dodge, Jeep and Ram, in Fox Lake, you'll be able to save up to 20% off MSR, MSRP and select new 2023 Ram 1500 models. Yeah, but maybe you're thinking interest rates might be too high right now. That's not the case at Ray because now through August 31st, you'll be able to get limited time, 0% financing for 72 months on select new models. So if you're in the market for a new vehicle, you have to check out the team at Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram because they 
are the only team we recommend. Visit them today on Route 12 in Fox Lake. For more information, visit Ray CDJR only in Fox Lake or RayCDJR.com today. They've been servicing the community since 1963. I know that place well. My grandparents used to live off of Route 12 in Fox Lake. Drove by that all the time. Nice. That's up in my neck of the woods. Yeah, thanks to uh, Ray for joining the team. We're happy to have you. Yeah. And when you get into the car, you can drive over to your favorite watering hole, get out of the car, have a DD, and enjoy some Goose Island beer. Goose Island is Chicago, has been Chicago's beer since 1988, and they are the proud beer sponsors of us here at CHGO. And they got the illustrious beer roster, top to bottom, all-stars all over the place. You got the Goose IPA, the six-time medal winner at the Great American Beer Fest, which is always in style with its citrus aroma and bold hop finish. You got the Full Pocket Pills, the everyday beer. It's what the Goose Island beer brewers are drinking. The Tropical Beer Hug, the Dry Hops Imperial IPA, that is a 9.9 ABV that is dangerously easy to drink. Of course, on these golden sunny days, and they're going to be nice and hot the next couple of days, so grab yourself an ice-cold can of 312, the staple of Goose Island's illustrious beer roster. And, of course, uh, you can get all of these and more ultra-fresh brewery-exclusive beers at Goose Island's original brew house on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park. Or you can go to their tap room uh, on Fulton Street here in Westtown. Uh, any of their locations, you can get all their beers. And throughout the Chicagoland area, get them from your favorite beers. That is the Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's Beer. All right, we got a couple more questions to go, but I see a newish name in the chat with a question. Mike Portera says, who gets seven championships first, the Bulls or the Hawks? Blackhawks. Blackhawks. Yeah, I think there's a light at the end of the tunnel for the Hawks. Bulls. I don't know what the Bulls. I don't like, know what I the plan is. I am a casual is. Bulls observer, basketball observer. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Like, what? Like are they the predators of the NBA? Like, Are they the Nashville of the NBA? They're, like, the, they're the White Sox of the NBA. That's worse. <laughs> Weird. It's like there's something in yeah, common there. What's the, there. Yeah. what's the title count at? They're six both each. at six. Six each? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Bulls, got, Bulls got Bulls six with Jordan, and Blackhawks got The Hawks have Connor Bedard. The Bulls have not Connor Bedard. They have, yeah, yeah. And the way the NBA is these days, like, if you don't get a top three or four draft pick, and get one of these yeah. superstar players. Or a mega free agent. I don't know what their future is. Because the NBA has turned into a superstar league. You have to have three superstars yep. to win. The, the, the NHL is the, you know, it's, hockey is the ultimate team sport. Yes, it helps having a Connor Bedard, but ask sure. the Edmonton Oilers what having super, multiple right. superstars do for you. You still have to have the right team. I just know win. one club has a plan. The other one does not. One club has the generational talent. The other does not. Therefore, yeah. yeah, I don't know how you could argue that the Hawks are not closer than the Bulls. I know that the NBA can fix it quicker because mm-hmm. it's a smaller roster, and they can say, well, we're going to go get the three most expensive and, free agents and available. And they don't have a hard salary cap. And, yeah. Right. As Zach says, that, you'd think yeah. the Bulls could attract free agents with their rich history. They have to be a team that wants to spend the money. And they haven't really. Well, they also have a rich history of being buttheads too yeah i mean you know they could have they could have brought that that 98 team back for one more run but yeah. they didn't want to pay those guys yeah i think like the white Sox, you know and and we've seen with other teams when ownership changes all of a sudden good fortunes start to turn and guess it, what it's at least got to be something different michael jordan retired 
20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, so kids growing up now never watch Michael Jordan no, play. That's why they don't think no. LeBron James but is the best player. But they still ever. buy his shoes. I mean, sure. yeah. Yeah. he's the shoe guy. He's, not the he's, the, he's the I don't think that that attracts them to Chicago at all. It might attract them to sign a deal with Jordan when the time comes. Right. Yeah. But they don't want to come play for the Bulls because Jordan played here. That doesn't mean anything to them. Uh, I think more so than maybe another dis. I mean, Michael. Young, it's to, Michael Jordan. To young I mean, kids, uh, you know, young guys that are in their early twenties. You know, guys coming out of high school, out of college, sure, probably doesn't mean as much. Like kids these but, days with Barry Bonds, NBA free agents that are in their you know you know mid to late twenties or hopefully still in the prime of their career, you'd think that they'd have some memories of Jordan. You think? And, and, but and when I th- is it? And I think NBA players, like NHL players, uh, like most athletes in their specific sports, have an appreciation for the history of the game. So Michael Jordan obviously is a big part of basketball history sure and he just he just supersedes it i just don't think you don't but you don't see hockey players like i gotta play for the oilers because that's where gretzky played or the kings i think that they just respect the player they love the game and they play let's be honest you're gonna play for who pays you right Right. and who gives you the best chance to win tracy mcgrady's dumbass denying (laughs) benny the bull we brought benny the bull all the way to the airport for all the way a whole 25 minutes and then you go to houston (laughs) And do nothing. That's your fault, Tracy. Yeah. It's on you. Well, yeah. I mean, it's and it's it's Chicago. It's this. It's the city that you're you trying. Think. You know, you're selling the the, the people on. It's almost but, as if yeah. there's something else wrong. But if you're a 24 yeah. year old guy, and you know, the, the NBA contracts are so ridiculous these days. Yeah, like there's guys that are like six seventh men. You know, second guy off the bench oh, making yeah. 18 million a year. Yeah, seriously. Like, Eventually, some superstar in the NBA is going to wisen up and come to one of the greatest cities. You think? You know, but in the world, here's the thing. What, what they're going them. to. If I'm a superstar and the Bulls are offering me 24 million dollars a year, and then here come the New Orleans Pelicans and they're offering me 35 million a year, guess where I'm going? Right. right. It all, it's dollars. It's all about the money. Yep. You, if you want the stars, you got. You can't rest on the laurels that well. We're the Bulls, and 25 years ago we were great, mm. and we it's haven't just, done shit since then. It's just but not it's how players think. If that was the case, no one would ever leave the Yankees. It's well, just money talks. Well, if yeah. that's that's the bottom line. If, if playing for the Bulls uh, because Michael Jordan played here was so prestigious, they'd probably be at championship seven, eight, nine already. You would think. Yeah, they would have had those players in that time frame come back and and be like, oh yeah, I want to be part of the Bulls. Yeah. Like who is a single a, a single guy the care. Bulls have brought in since Jordan that was at the peak of their powers when they brought him in? It was like the top guy, Andres Nocioni. I can't. Hasn't been. I mean, they lucked into Rose at the peak of their powers. Probably Zach Levine, but he wasn't the top of the notch. Right, he's ben, a, ben Wallace after the Jordan era is the only one you can go to when they yeah. signed him. Yeah, yeah but Ben Wallace wasn't, wasn't at, at he wasn't peak, at the peak of his, of his personal career. powers, not of the rest of the not NBA. The, not yeah, the peak yeah. of his career. But, but Ben yeah. Wallace wasn't a, a difference maker. Not a needle mover. Yeah, Ben no. Wallace is is a part of a team. Yes. He's not he's not the guy that's going to lead you to victory. Yeah. No, I mean and they've or swung wasn't. and missed, you know. Remember all that time, you know, when Wade and, and LeBron were out there, people, you know, the Bulls were yeah, they're gonna in the mix. And, and Co- Kobe was the one guy that was ready to come here Can't trade because he loved Michael Jordan. Right. And they, uh, I don't know what podcast just revealed that, with Casey Johnson. And he said it would have happened had they traded Luol Deng, Kobe Bryant would have came here. And he, that was because he got it with the whole Jordan lore. Yeah. Right. 
you know, but we'll see. Hopefully, right. eventually somebody will come here because it's to hockey. Watch. Yeah, back, <laughs> yeah, we don't care. Yeah. We're Blackhawks. It'll be the Blackhawks. Yeah, I agree. You know, because now yeah. you got that guy on the bottom left corner with those sweet shirts you can buy. Yep. In Connor Bedard. So moving on now to Chris Strum wants to know. Oh man, what is the one rule change you'd like the NHL to change? On the ice or overall? I'd say overall you Whatever eliminate you the salary cap, the hard cap, and add a luxury tax if you must. That's a, that's a yeah, yeah. But on I ice, I agree. I mean, off the ice, like a rule, I, like I a get, rule book thing. Yeah, I get rid of the loser point. Yeah, or three points for a three win. Points three for points regulation for regulation win. Three points for regulation win. Yeah. Uh, the one I always go to is a shorthanded goal ends your power play. I love that. That's a good rule. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, you could also say if you score on your power play, you keep your power play. Yeah, all power Used plays go the full go the full length. That, and was, I, a, that was a rule to the '80s. I've also this is one that I thought of, but it's it's kind of convoluted. But a team trailing by a goal or tied, the game can't end with power play time remaining. So if someone takes a penalty at 19 minutes, and the team on a power play is down a goal or tied. They get to finish that power play. But if it's, it's like tied, injury time in soccer. Tied, oh, okay. But if it's tied, it carries over in overtime. Correct. Right. Okay, so, so if they're down a goal. If a team down, down by one. With power play time remaining. Guys are going to be diving with five with, seconds yeah, to play with, all yeah, that's true. With the power play. There's going to be so many embellishment calls <laughs> called at 1950. Yeah, right. The whole yeah. offset in the game would end anyway. Um, that would be, be an interesting one. It's ultra-specific, like so it will never work. I think... I like short ends of power play. I this love one it. would be fun too. I think goalies should have to go to the penalty box when they commit a penalty. <laughs> Bring it back. And do you, up. Do you play with up. the empety net or the no, backup? No, the backup comes has in. to come in and do the power play. Cool. Uh, that's more. Cold. That's tough. Otherwise, like, like, you're asking for backups to get hurt. Yeah, it's a health risk. Yeah, they're backups. Get another one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, what Oswald. if the backup is the starter and the the starter is don't, is on the bench? Don't take a penalty. Okay. I mean, he gets to mm. come in and stretch and warm up. It's not like you just throw him out there and drop the puck. So you're, but then you're stopping the game for an extra period it's gonna of take time. A, it's going to take a goalie that, a little while to get to the penalty box. Yeah. And have, he'd have to go in sideways because he won't fit. <laughs> yeah. on. A goalie in the penalty box would be great visuals. And then, he can, like then, then the goalie can come out of the penalty yeah, box. But yeah, when does, he come, when does he come out? Do they stop play to let him come out? No, he can come out and be an extra attacker. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. There we go. There it is. Yeah, no, that's that's a good one. I like uh, one that I think would be great is, uh, you know, you, you dress 18 skaters, two goalies for each game. Why not dress 19 skaters and you you play your 18, but you get an extra guy that's dressed. Maybe he's, you know, stays in the locker room. He stays loose on the exercise bike or whatever. And if someone gets hurt, you get a guy injury instead of instead of playing with a shorter bench, you get an injury replacement. Yeah, they kind of do that at the World Juniors, don't they? Actually, dress nineteen skaters per game and they could play. I thought. I don't think so. I thought that was you get to have an extra defenseman or something. I think. No, I don't. I thought I don't that was a rule in that. international hockey. I might have had a fever dream one night. I'm not sure. I've never seen that. Maybe they. I, you know what? I think. What I'm thinking, I think what you're thinking of is that they have like, they have those, they have like eight guys for de- for defense. Right. I thought they were allowed to dress an extra guy. Yeah. Maybe I'm, or maybe yeah, I don't. But yeah, I like that rule. Have a, have an injury sub, guy like you do yeah. for soccer. 
you know, yeah, something like that. Um, you know, but but can only be brought in be, for injury, not like oh, in second intermission we're taking out Colin Blackwell and putting in Mackenzie yeah. Whistle or something. Yeah, I mean, I would probably people exploit it though. Oh, this guy got banged up at the end of the third. Time to bring in fresh legs for overtime. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe. Hey, I mean, every rule. Yep. There's a loophole. All the good teams exploit yeah. the loopholes in every rule. So. <laughs> Michael says overtime. You go three on three. If no one scores, then it's two on two. If no one scores, then it's one v one. And if it's still tied, the goalies fight. <laughs> I like that. I'll take that. Yeah. I like that. Well, they kind of go from three on three to one on one. Yeah, it was shootout. shootout. Yeah, but uh, can you imagine full ice one on one with goalies? How ridiculous that would be! That'd be fun. <laughs> people would hate it. That's, oh, why, that's why I like to see it. People still, I still can't believe there are people that hate three on three overtime. Man, it's so much it's fun. It's fun. I would ex- I, with three on three overtime. I would extend it. Make it ten minutes. You, om- I, I think ten minutes of three on three overtime, you would almost eliminate the shootout. You've done a good job of almost getting rid of the shootout, anyways. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think getting rid of the loser point gets rid of, will eliminate a lot of the shootouts too. Yeah. You get teams trying harder that at last the end of overtime and yeah. stuff. Yeah. But yep. Again, that, that loser point, getting rid of that, awarding a team for losing in 62 minutes as opposed to 60. It's, it's so stupid. I don't, yeah. I don't, I mean, I, I, I know why they have it there. Cause it ideally more teams are alive for the playoffs, but yeah. You know, some of those teams that are alive for the playoffs because they get loser points, they've got no business Didn't, being in the playoffs anyway. Isn't part of it, too, that they feel like if the if there's not the inherent risk of a loss, the teams will try harder in overtime for the extra point? I think that was kind of the justification because they were feeling like, look, if we are in overtime and we lose, we lose that point. So we're just going to not – we're just going to basically just – play the neutral zone the whole overtime both teams kind of agree well that's when they just take the point yeah that's when they were ties but you don't have ties now yeah true i don't know i it's whatever it is it's not super satisfactory i think the three-point win in regulation regulation that would help it solves a lot i I like uh three points for a regulation win two points for an overtime win one point for a shootout loss any time you lose nothing so only the winner of a game gets a point, but it decreases the further you go along in the game. I like that, too. That would crush parity, but it would establish who the good teams are for sure. Yeah. I don't hate it at all. Because what good is parity if a team's not as good as they well, appear? You should, right, based you should on never on. be it, rewarded Your, your for points losing. are only right. based off of your wins. I don't yep. know. That's, that's, that's what I would I like that. try and do. But I like that. One right, on, how many more one we got on, here? One-on-one overtime between McDard, Bedard and McDavid. We have one more mailbag question. All right, let's stretch it for 20 minutes. It's a good one. (laughs) Saved it for last. All right. Cut, sign, and trade instead of the other game. Oh, my God. Keith, Kane, Taves, and their prime. Go. Cut, sign, or trade. Uh, That means we're getting rid of one for each. We're talking about, yeah, can we do a start, sit, bench, or start, start, bench, scratch? Because you're not, because you don't want to cut and trade these guys. Yeah, that's true. Start. So how do well, we I mean, bench, cut means you get rid of them. Scratch. Sign means you're keeping them, and trade means you get value. You'll for get them. something in return. I like that, Greg. You're thinking here. Uh, All right, I'll go first. I sign Duncan Keith because he was the most important player of those three cups. I'll fight people on that. Mm. Uh, I don't want to cut either of those guys. See. 
I got it. But but like <laughs> trading in their prime, Todd, I would in their at their peak. At, at their, their peak, peaks. I probably trade Jonathan Taze because he's going to bring you more than peak Patrick Kane would. You think? I think the leadership, the defense, those the the, the that so the complete package. You're trading Taze circa 2013-14. Yeah, I think he would bring like Taves 2013 would bring in more than Patrick Kane 2016 when he had his best year. Basically, the question yeah. is, which of these three players are you keeping? Right. It's if you can only Keith. pick one, and for me, it's Keith, too. Yeah. I know it sounds crazy, but... They don't win any of those cups without Duncan Keith. That's crazy to me. That's I mean, crazy to me that, that you both Duncan would Keith. pick Keith over, in what my eyes, in a very average, just starting hockey fan that is a surface-level hockey fan. That you guys would pick Duncan Keith over the two superstars of this because team. Because a superstar defenseman is more valuable than a superstar forward. Keith was so good you never even talked about him. So, like, in a in a trade situation, like you said, Greg, in a value, uh, you see Patrick Kane doesn't have the most value as far as selling tickets to another team. I mean, he's... He's a superstar. Uh, the, team, teams don't make those – like, teams aren't going to trade for those guys just thinking of tickets. They're going to trade for those guys. Yeah, that's part of it. Some GMs might think that way. But you're going to tr- – like, if you're going to make a big-time trade, a franchise-altering trade to get one of those guys, you're going to do it to win Stanley Cups. And I think Jonathan Taves' complete package – Patrick Kane, gr- amazing offensive player at his peak. Jonathan Taves at his peak was a very good offensive player and one of the best defensive players in the league. Yeah, he d- and he brought did that everything. leadership, was the captain, did all that stuff that doesn't necessarily show up on score sheets. I think he brings more value to a team at his peak than Patrick Kane would. Won't be as many points, but gives you more of the things you need to win a playoff series. Taze did everything from a a forwards perspective. And he was a a clutch guy that could step up at any moment. And so was Duncan Keith. Yeah. And Keith could play Keith could play 30 minutes 30 30 minutes a night without thinking twice so about think it. Greg, if we're going to, if we're going to do the hockey lesson again for Braggs think of like Kane as an incredible wide receiver right like a play breaking like Odell Beckham in his prime one-handed grab game changer that in a blink of an eye can change a game Taves is your like Joe Montana uh like Tom Brady game manager Tom Brady like gets everything done never screws the team up whatever Keith is that un is that irreplaceable offensive lineman that never gets never gives up a sack is healthy every game plays every snap is your is your stalwart for 15 20 years or he's your shutdown cornerback how how absolutely valuable is a shutdown corner to take away the other team's number one offensive wide receiver, especially in today's NFL. Like an all-time cornerback. Like Richard Sherman in his prime. Yeah. Yeah. That is shocking to me. (laughs) I I just – it blows my mind. It would be like – it would be like to me in basketball terms, like Dennis picking like Rodman – over Jordan and Pippen. No. Okay. Yeah, like, but it, but no. Robin had one specific skill, and Keith had more. Keith could do it all. Mm-hmm. He could score. He could pass. He could defend. Jason says it perfectly. The moment the game starts and Duncan Keith is on the ice, half of the ice is unavailable to the other team. From the middle of the ice to the wall, from center ice to the goal, 
you're not getting, you're not accomplishing anything in that area because of Duncan Keith. And he Lebo- was that good. Lebowski okay. fights is the reason you keep Keith in this scenario is because the Blackhawks were loaded at forward at the time with sure Hosa, all, Sharp. The overlap Saad, of Bowen, all these yeah. guys is primes. The, the 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 way the team was set up, you, L- you losing could, Keith would be a bigger hole that's a, to fill. Yeah, that's a bigger detriment than okay, losing, and what's losing f- Taser Let me King. add this wrinkle. If Connor Bedard is in this group. Still keep Duncan Keith. Wow. But, well, and Bedard, well just, we don't know what we Bedard's see. prime We got to see what well, his prime yeah, is. If, we don't know if, what if his prime is. If he's Connor McDavid, Yeah, if different. Connor Bedard in his prime is 50 goals, 120 points every year, maybe I reconsider. Right, yeah. yeah. That is but t- t- Kane and well, Taze were never 50 goals. And here's points. the fu- and here's the funny thing because I think we're all in agreement that Keith is. I would one. I would also sign Keith, but I would I would trade Kane. I think Kane at his prime that 2014-15 run. Um, I think the NHL would have a bigger um, trade package to throw at a, at a Patrick Kane than at a Jonathan Taze. I I I tend to agree with that. I think so. But here's the question now. But that means I'm cutting. As we're kind of teasing what's coming on CHGO next week, as we talk about the best players in franchise history, I can say that, you know, Keith was the most valuable of those three, but I could also potentially put Taves or Kane ahead of him if we're ranking I did. franchise best because of the cultural impact, because yep. of the, you know what I mean? Like that sort of stuff too. Keith was the... Like he was the back, he was in the background of those guys his entire career, and he wanted to be. So yeah. on on twenty five to thirty one other NHL teams, if if Duncan Keith had his career elsewhere, he's probably a captain. Yeah, it's but like because he was in that Chicago locker room at that time, he didn't have to be. Yeah, and he's probably mentioned as he should be in the same breath as Nicholas Lidstrom. Yeah, he yeah. was that, like seriously, he is. In the conversation for best defenseman to ever play. Oh. Not the best. I meant men. Defense men. Uh, sure. Okay. Like, he's in the Mount Rushmore conversation. You talk about Orr. You talk about Lidstrom. But then beyond you get, get beyond those two, you get best defenseman there. of all time. He's, he's in the team photo. Not yeah. saying Mount Rushmore, but I think he's in the team photo. If those Blackhawk teams were sports cars... Kane and Taves are the sweet paint job and the awesome, sleek-looking body that everybody sees mm-hmm. and goes, wow, look at that thing. That is beautiful. Duncan Keith was the engine yeah. inside that nobody sees, but you can't move a foot without it. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I'm learning a lot with you guys, and I'm See, enjoying that thought in your mind. Because, yeah. Because <laughs> we were discussing before the show, we have a cup. We, we may, we, you may be our guinea pig this year. I, and I'm enjoying it because con- I didn't jump content on content creation you know, about. There's a lot of new Blackhawk fans at the start of the dynasty, and I, didn't, I wasn't one of them. I, I, I kind of kept going to be a lot more. I stayed in my lane. But now that I'm here, I'm a team player for CHO, yeah. and I want to root for this, and I want to be emotionally invested. It didn't feel right to jump on with the Blackhawks. Right when they started winning championships, it's just not in my nature to do that. Maybe it would be. I know it's fine. So all all fans are welcome, but for me, it now didn't three years right. before I'm they win championships. Right, I'm starting at the ground right, right. floor. Well, this time. We we got Perfect. some content ideas. We may be uh, doing a video yeah. series of teaching brags hockey about for hockey. Dummies. Yes, <laughs> let's do that hockey. Right. Yes. I think somebody's got that trademarked. But all right, look at that. Before we thank you all for the great questions, we always appreciate it. We do these shows every Monday, and there's almost always enough to do at least one more show of your questions. We've got a little bit of hockey news on the other side to get to. But first, we want to remind you 
about our friends at Lewis University. LewisU.edu slash you can do this. That's how you can find out how students just like you with full-time jobs, families, and full-time sports fandoms are going back to school and earning a respected degree at my alma mater, Lewis University. Lewis is 35 miles southwest of Chicago in Romeoville and is ranked as one of U.S. News and World Report's top-tier colleges. Lewis partners with numerous employers for tuition discounts and offers evening, online, and blended formats to help you balance work, family, and education. Those are important things to balance, and their faculty, like I used to be, brings real-world experience and instruction to the classroom, which is immediately relevant to your career. Lewis offers career support and academic services for all students adults included and alumni included. I can speak to that. I've used Lewis many times since graduating. If you're looking to complete your bachelor's or master's degree or enroll in a professional certificate program, Lewis has the right one for you. I had many, many friends go through Lewis's renowned criminal justice and public safety uh, major. First responders receive 20% off tuition discounts and tuition is deferred for six weeks after the end of each class. They've got adult undergrad programs as well computer science, aviation maintenance technology, business analytics, criminal justice, business programs, and technology programs. Discover how a degree from Lewis can help you build a better world. Learn more at lewisu.edu slash you can do this. So you would say if you get your degree from uh, Lewis University that your future is definitely going to get brighter. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're going to have a brighter future, you're going to need a pair of sunglasses and you can get Hook up with our friends at Shady Rays and take on the sun or your bright future, or both, with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with their premium Polaroid shades that come at a very affordable price, made even more affordable at the end of this read. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good, even better. Scratch that. They are even better than any expensive pair I've ever worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for all your outdoor adventures. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken placements. What does that mean? Well, it means if you lose or break your pair, even right out of the box on day one they're going to send you a brand new pair no questions asked you can wear your shady rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase and together with their customers shady rays is providing much needed support to nonprofit partners across the u.s through the shady rays impact program they're doing everything from building play sets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with ms the outdoor adventure of a lifetime. Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others like it now and for years to come <coughs> so you can look good and feel good at the same time. And if you don't love your Shady Rays, <coughs> which is insane. I don't know anybody who doesn't love their Shady Rays. But in case you're a complete weirdo and you don't like them, you can exchange your pair for a brand new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's zero risk when you shop. And exclusively for our beautiful, lovely, handsome, smart CHGO listeners, that's you guys out there. Shady Rays is going to give you their best deal of the season. 
Go to ShadyRays.com on your phone or computer. Throw two or more pairs of their awesome sunglasses in your shopping cart. And before you check out, slide CHGO into the promo code slot, and you're going to get 50% off all your orders that have two or more pairs of their awesome shades rated five stars by over 250,000 folks, myself included. Lots of folks. Awesome. Uh, Got some news here on the former Blackhawk front, uh, Brandon Hagel. Has signed an eight-year contract extension, carrying a $6.5 million cap hit with the Tampa Bay Lightning. That, to me, feels like a deal that worked out well for both parties. Yeah. Yeah, wonderful for Brandon. Good for him. Um, good money. Good money. Not killer money. In no. three years, that deal is going to be a bargain, and it will Maybe. have five years left on it. In, in two years. I mean, <clears throat> you know, we've, we've talked a lot about the Lightning and – what their future looks like. I mean, they've kind of locked up a lot of good, solid mid-20s players to some big deals. I know Anthony Sorelli's got a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric Cernak got a big one. Um, now, you you know, you add, you add Hagel to the list. Um, yeah, I mean, it, look, he's a guy who's in his, you know, early to mid-20s, put up, what, 65 points last season? 64. 64 points. Um, 30 goal scorer. He's a he's a guy who plays with a lot of energy, versatile up and down the lineup. Obviously, with Tampa, he's playing in you know a, a prominent role. Can play on your power play, play on your penalty kill. There's a lot to like about Brandon Hagel, and we loved him here in Chicago. Um, but you know, you look at the you look at the deal that the Blackhawks made for him with Tampa. You got Taylor Radish and Boris Kachuk, two guys that jumped into your lineup right away. With Radish, you have a guy that looks like a solidified top nine NHL player. I know he's playing in a top six role here, but with Tampa, he was buried in the fourth line, um, buried in the AHL. Same with Kachuk, was a fourth line AHLer. Uh, he's gotten a steady bottom six role with the, with the Blackhawks here. So you get two guys that can play in the NHL for one guy that can play in the NHL. And you got two first round draft picks, one of which is now Oliver Moore and one you make next, you, one you make next summer. It's it's like you said, it's one of those rare instances where both teams are getting exactly what they wanted out of yep. it. You don't see those trades very often. Everybody wants to be who won, who won. In the grand scheme of things, depending on where you know, if Taylor Radish continues to be a twenty goal scorer for the next yeah, Brandon three, four years, um, you know, Oliver Moore hits his potential. It's gonna be could be a really good, good player, and whoever they draft this year. You could argue, and probably right, that the Blackhawks got more out of this trade, but it doesn't mean the Black the Lightning lost the trade. Moore. The Lightning were, are in a position where they're they're going after cups, and yeah. and I give them credit; they're aggressive. They target a guy yeah. and say, "Did they overpay for Brandon Hagel?" Yeah, they did. Yeah. I don't think in the trade in the trade. Yeah, uh, I don't think he. I, like we were all shocked. Like we were all like, eh, "I don't want to trade Brandon Hagel." Wait for two first round picks? Yeah, sure, mm-hmm. done, no mm-hmm. problem. You know, they didn't overpay for him as much as they grossly overpaid for Tanner Janot. No. But they identify guys, and they go out and get them. Tampa doesn't, obviously doesn't care about first-round draft picks when they're trying to win Stanley Cups right now. Eventually, that philosophy is going to come back and haunt you. Uh, mm-hmm. No first-round pick last year. No first-round pick this year. No first-round pick in 2025. So you go three straight years without a first-round pick. No second-round pick in 2024. And cur- no f- currently, 
They only have one, like they only have one pick in the first four rounds in 2024. Yeah, it's not good. That's so. Win as many cups as you can. Yeah. Because eventually the cupboard's going to be bare, and eventually, you know, this is the last year of Steven Stamkos's contract. Mm-hmm. Does he stick stick around? Do they sign him at a discount? He's 33, but still very prote- uh, productive. Nikita Kucherov is 30. Uh, Brendan Point, 27. He's just hitting that that prime area. Yeah. Victor Hedman's 32. Eventually, these guys are going to start to decline. Sergachev was another one. Yeah, he's yeah. he's signed up for a long time. Eight years. He's only 25. But Hagel's in the perfect situation for yeah. Hagel. Yeah. Hagel had 30 goals because he's on Tampa Bay. Brendan Hagel probably doesn't score 30 goals on many other teams. Not many mm, others. 20, maybe. 20 to, he's, but he's playing he, he probably could have scored 25 last year with the Hawks. Possibly. Yeah, but, but being but, surrounded by that yeah. talent helps his game mm-hmm. perfectly. He's in the perfect situation for him, yep. and I'm happy for him. You know, the last few years of that contract, as the talent declines and you're not able to replenish them because you don't have first and second round picks, you might be going, oh, boy, like, what are we paying this guy for? Well, I mean, but then you got a 27-year-old Brandon Hagel, 28-year-old Brandon Hagel on an affordable deal with the mm-hmm. cap going up, and he yeah. becomes flippable. Allegedly. And then you just <laughs> restart the engine and rebuild, yeah. as they've done before and right. done it well. So, you know. I mean, remember, Tampa was... Hot garbage for a few years. Yeah. Yes, they after were. that cup win. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan. In the first cup win. Yes. Before. Uh, I'm not a fan of that long of a contract, eight years, unless you're talking about an elite player. Well, so, see, that's my concern with, I was talking to Charlie the Bacon guy on the way in here. I know him. About this. And you, the concern about Hagel is he's good at a lot of things, but he's not, he's not overly fast. He doesn't have a great shot. He doesn't have incredible hands. So, like, look, you saw the decline in a guy like Jonathan Taves, right? And there were other factors, of course. But when you don't have that top-end whatever, you're going to decline faster. And your game's going to be – because if you lose a step, it's a much bigger deal than Pavel Bure losing a step or Patrick Kane losing a step, right? They've got the other tools to make up for it. Hagel is a – He's a, he's got he's good at everything, but he's not great at anything. So I wonder what he looks like in eight years. What yeah. kind of a player is he in eight and years? Especially as if the talent decreases around him. Yeah. Um, over you know. the next over the next four years, the Lightning have these guys locked up: Kucherov, Point, Sorelli, uh, Nick Paul, Brandon Hagel, uh, Sergachev, Cernak, Vasilevsky. It's a good start. Go out that's and win another cup. Pretty darn, that's pretty darn good. I mean, everybody's expecting this, you know, not expecting, but a lot of people thinking, oh, that pick next year for the Hawks, man, that could be an 11th or 12th overall. Everybody's expecting this major drop-off. Like, I, I, this, was the, the, this is the first time that that group has had to have a real offseason in a long time. Yeah. I, they, they, got out, they got ousted in, in the first round this year, but that was after going three straight Stanley Cup finals. So they're going to come back rested. Anybody writing off Tampa and thinking they're going to oh, yeah. miss the playoffs, you're, 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 you're joking. You're fooling yourselves. They're still going to be one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference, and they're going to be for a couple of years unless they have injury problems. With next season, next offseason, if they don't sign Steven Stamkos, re-sign him, they have over at least $10 million coming off their books. Yeah. You can get Stamkos back for so. another three years at seven, a little discount. Yeah. 
I mean, Stamkos at 33 still had a great season. Yeah. They're, I, they're, they're not in a position to tear down and rebuild. No. Obviously, they're not if they're signing Brandon no. Hagel yeah. for eight years. They, they can stay competitive. Like, they really can't. Like, they're, they're in a good position to stay competitive. Eventually, it's going to catch up to them. Sure. Not having the young. But if you win another cup over these next three or four years while you got this core Worth together it. and yeah. productive, then you, you do it. You, yep. it's, there's no you're, problem You're not going to care about what Brandon Hagel looks like at 33. No. If, if Brandon Hagel's got, two, or if got two. two rings of his own. Yeah. It, who cares? So And they're okay cap wise. Like right now, once Brent Seabrook goes on LTIR, it's the last year of that, by the way. Um, there'll be only seventy three thousand over the cap. So send somebody pocket down. change, they'll yeah. figure it out. No, yeah. they'll, they'll make it work. They're in and, good shape. And good for Brendan Hagel. Absolutely. Good guy. I got to talk to him a little bit and know him a little bit when he was in Rockford. This is this is from a this is a guy that just Hit the big time. Yep, over fifty million dollars, and uh, he was a, originally a sixth round draft pick by Buffalo, and who never signed him. They lapsed his rights, and the Hawks literally got him for nothing. Mm-hmm. Picked him off the scrap heap from the Sabers. Four years later, he's making six and yeah. a half million a year. Good for him. This is a really good like success story. He's very easy to cheer for, um, and the trade. This trade. We'll look back on it years from now. Hopefully, talk about it at, 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 after a Stanley Cup parade. The Brendan Hagel trade to, to Tampa Bay was the start of the Kyle Davidson rebuild. Yeah. Uh, was, by the way, uh, somebody w- asked in the chat, is that is that draft pick protected? Yes, it's top ten protected. Right, top the Hawks pick for the Lightning. They're not going to have to worry, need to worry about, about that. Unless, about that. unless yeah. they get a, the unbelievable injury luck, they're going to be a playoff team yeah. this year. Um but we're going to look back at the Brendan Hagel trade and hopefully be like, wow, what a great trade for the Hawks. Oliver Moore has been fantastic. Whoever this pick is going to be this year has been great. Taylor Radish turned out to be a nice surprise. But that was the, that was the day that Kyle Davidson started yep. making this his team. Absolutely. Was trading Brendan Hagel. And he, that was the day that we learned Kyle Davidson does not mind being – doesn't mind the criticism for making unpopular moves. No, Being Brendan Hagel was a was a fan favorite. People still love him. Teammates mm-hmm. loved him too. And that was a guy that you definitely could have kept around for a rebuild. But with these four or five years of Brendan Hagel scoring 24, 25 goals for the Blackhawks during a rebuild, that's not as valuable as two first round picks. Right. Yep. So, Absolutely. Um, great. It was a great trade. For both teams, they're both getting exactly what they wanted out of that deal, at least so far. And a really good dude, easy to root for, has got himself security for now and beyond his playing days. I'm happy for him. Good for him. Absolutely. And if you want to get yourself a great deal like Brandon Hagel did and hopefully Kyle Davidson did, you can go to foco.com and get fitted out in the best sports gear around. Hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. It's got an ad for... uh, tailgate boots and uh, knit cup sole slippers all kinds of stuff getting ready for the fall but it's not fall yet it is still summer it is baseball season aloha shirts straw hats polos bags everything you need for a game and of course awesome set decor we've got a bunch of stuff donated from our friends at foco behind us on the shelf there show them some love go check them out foco.com or click the link in our description for all non-presale items, use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. Again, that is foco.com, F-O-C-O.com. All right, we are back tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Yep. I am a game time decision. 
I'm having my wisdom tooth reopened because it's not healing appropriately, just take which is off. just dandy. There, like, you know, you should really get your wisdom teeth out because down the road, you know, something could go wrong and it could really be, uh, it could really become a problem. Now here I am, two and a half months later, still dealing with it, having to get it reopened tomorrow. Good times. Sweet. Yeah. If I can speak and I can make it on time, I will be here. You're a hockey podcaster. You'll play through. Damn right. I'll play hurt. I might have a, I might talk like this more so than usual with my mouth all novocaine. Um, but if I can be here, I will. I if not, you know, Gregory it's going to be like 97 degrees and it's Don't warm care. in this studio. You could just go home and go to your nice air chilled basement and take nah. the day off. I don't know. We'll doesn't, see. That doesn't appeal to you. I mean, it does, but I like doing the show. I like being here. Right, yeah, I like okay. I like my job. I yeah, love my job. I, I get that. I, the days that I've had to take off or not f- feel good and call in, I always feel like I'm going to miss something. Yeah. FOMO. FOMO is thing. right. It's a real thing. Absolutely. FOCO and FOMO. Either way, the show is back tomorrow in yes. some form. Somebody will be here. Somebody. We'll Talking be, out of their we'll ass. Right. <laughs> it'll be two of us and three Either of us. two asses or three asses. Wow. Yeah. We'll, All go, right, we'll, we'll go around the league tomorrow. Yes, yeah, around yeah. the league Wednesday. There you go. Got some stuff. I, I'll be with Cubs tomorrow, so you get a oh, bre- break wow. from oh, the man, kindergarten no, tutorial. Oh. No, but that actually friends. kills like 10 minutes of every show. We're happy for <laughs> this time of year. Well, you see, yeah. Greg, they have banners at the United Center, and there's six of them for the yeah. Hawks. Got it. Yeah. All right, we're back tomorrow at 2. Thanks, everybody. Make sure you smash that like button on the way out. Let's get in the habit of hitting that like button more often. We got a lot of people watching and only, what, 37 likes? We need more than that. Help us out. Smash that like button. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. For Greg and Mario, I'm Jay. This has been the CHGO Blackhawks Podcast.